Hi, my name is Anna Furster, and this is Astrology with Anna. For this week's episode, I'll be answering the question, how to begin studying your birth chart and astrology overall. It's complicated to exactly say where to start. If you're completely new to astrology and have never even looked at a birth chart before, a birth chart can kind of straight up just look like ancient hieroglyphics. It's really just a circle. Like when you're just straight up looking at it, it's just a circle with a bunch of shapes and a bunch of symbols and a bunch of lines converging all at once, which can be very confusing. When I began learning about astrology back in 2017, I didn't take courses. I didn't read books. I learned what a birth chart was on Twitter. That's when I just started, you know, following a bunch of astrologers on the platform and slowly but surely started taking in what they were saying, listening to them, looking at different charts they would post, and really start getting the gist of what a birth chart is. Because astrology can be really intimidating to get into, but like learning any other subject, you have to really allow yourself to take it step by step. When learning astrology, there is no better way to begin than to take time and just learn everything you can about your own birth chart. And that's basically how you start. My recommendation on how to start studying astrology, obviously, is just to start reading and start learning about your own birth chart. And how do you do that? It's actually really simple. And this is how I do it. And so, and this is how I've gained a lot of success doing it, which is just spend a lot of time at the search bar. Go in your browser, go to Google, or whatever other search engine you use, and just start searching the things that you see on your chart. Search what the symbols are of both the signs and the planets so you know exactly what you're looking at. Look at your chart in a list format and look up each of the terms. So for example, if you have a Leo moon, look that up. Look exactly, Leo moon. Or if you have a Venus in the seventh house, just look that up. Look up Venus in the seventh house. Just word for word. For example, Cafe Astrology, uh, the website, gives your chart in list form automatically. They don't even give you a circle chart. So it's great when you're just starting out to research your chart and you feel too intimidated to just look at the circle chart. Another example is AstroCharts. They give you a list of all your aspects, so you don't even have to attempt to decipher each of the aspects on your circle. You can just look at it, and it will tell you word for word. You can learn each aspect in writing, and then connect to that when you're looking at your actual chart. Take the time to slowly search each of your planets in the certain sign house they reside in. Search your rising sign. Search the rest of your houses, so like, if you have your second house in... Leo, look that up. My second house is in Leo. What does that mean? If you have a Virgo rising, search. I'm a Virgo rising. Don't search that. But search Virgo rising, meaning, word for word. If you got a seventh house in Scorpio, look up. Seventh house in Scorpio. Take the time to search. And again, don't be scared. Do it word for word. It works. And it's, it's honestly, it's the main way I learned. It's just kind of just being like, what does this mean? What is, like... With astrology, you kind of just got to act like a four-year-old child who, like, won't leave its mom alone. What is this? What is this? What does this do? What does this do? Just do it. I can't emphasize that enough. I feel like I'm being a little dumb, but, like, I, I know I'm not because 
I studied astrology for six years, and the reason I didn't ever pick up a book or I didn't specifically take courses because there are so many resources of astrology online that are good. There are a lot of good resources, and you can just, and they're all free, the majority of them have a good section of the website that are just strictly free, so you don't have to pay for anything. I, I've, I've barely paid for anything in terms of astrology. You know, I think I bought, I finally bought an astrology book that was vintage a few months ago, but I really don't really buy many, unless it's like a little, you know, kitschy item. When it comes to astrology, just get over yourself and just search all the time. Any question you have, search in the search bar. So given this, given that I've just expressed that I think you all should just search, some of you might rightfully ask, how do I know what sites are accurate? For one, the sites that I mentioned before in this episode, and I think both the previous episodes, are great places to start. Some of these sites have small blurbs of information when you generate your chart that gives you small bits of information about each of your signs, each of your aspects. It depends on the site, but a lot of sites, even when you're just generating a chart, you are getting information about your chart. So you don't even have to even search yet. When you're generating, there are sites like Astro Charts does this, Cafe Astrology does this, those are two big ones. I think Astro Theme also does it. When you're looking at news media articles, these aren't necessarily written by astrologers. It's really your best option just to go to sites in which it's just dedicated to astrology. If you want to learn about being a Taurus moon, don't go to like Bustle. No offense to Bustle, but like don't go to Bustle. Go to Astro Charts even, you know, they'll tell you, they'll potentially even tell you a blurb or go to, more importantly, go to astro.com. Go to sites designated for astrology if you want good astrology information. Sites run by astrologers are the best way to know if the information you're collecting is trustworthy. Especially if you see all the people who run the site, how they got into astrology, what they do, you see what courses they took, or even bigger sites, it's like, it's just obvious that they're kind of pillars in the astrology community, like astro.com, astrotheme, sites like that. Seasoned astrologers make it clear what type of astrology they study. Like I said before, when you're going on sites run by astrologers, they will make it clear how they got into astrology, you know, what they've done, what they study, what areas of astrology they're interested in talking about mainly. They will tell you all of this. Seeing experience and the material from an astrologer is, again, it's a great way of knowing if something is legit because you won't take a math course from an English professor, you want the right credentials matched to the subject. Or you don't even like want someone who's, you know, not experienced. And also there's like the aspect of like some people it's just word of mouth where it's like you hear someone's experience from other people. But a lot of astrologers just express how they got into astrology and a lot of astrology websites ex express their journey. And it's best to see that compared to just kind of going on, you know, random news articles and learning that way. It's best to go to sites designated for astrology because obviously you're going to get the best astrology information possible. One exception to this is sadly social media, especially nowadays in the last, you know, few years. 
having a lot of astrology content on TikTok, Instagram, etc. Like a creator having a lot of content doesn't necessarily make you more trustworthy of a source. It just makes, it just shows you, you just make more content. And so it's really hard to really decipher whether someone is a trustworthy astrology source, someone you could learn from, and who's not. And on social media, really the best way is kind of to scroll through their content, really get a sense of how they're speaking, how they're speaking to their audience, what they're saying, to slowly get a sense of whether they're trustworthy or not. But on social media, a lot of astrology content is geared to be eye-catching. I see a lot of creators who talk about astrology, but in a way that makes you afraid, worried, kind of anxious, so you click into their content more and try to like fix and be like oh oh I need to learn more I need to understand more maybe you'll help me understand that's actually the opposite way of how you want to get into astrology and the opposite way of the people who you want to follow and you want to listen to because you can really tell if a creator is giving you good information is if they focus on teaching you and showing you how things work why they are saying what they're saying and why they're talking about in certain ways and what who they learn from rather than a creator that's just telling you creator that's just being like libra gemini aquarius this week this will be happening to you and that's it or libra gemini aquarius you act this way a statement right they're just telling you what is rather than being like libra gemini aquarius because of these reasons and because of what's happening and because of this and this and this based on this and this and this this may happen there is a difference between bringing you along and kind of showing you what may happen and why rather than just being like this is happening watch out which is really it's what i've seen is when it's more fear-mongering and makes you more afraid it just gears you out of astrology kind of gives you that opinion of this is just kind of mumbo jumbo which i think is it brings more of a negative experience So digital creators can sometimes just build astrology platforms by telling their audience what to think rather than just teaching them how they think and how they go about something and how they understand something. But generally, when you scroll through someone's content, you can see the difference of just being told something and you expecting just to react rather than feeling, oh, I'm actually learning something here, understanding the process itself. Taking the time to read astrology books is another great way just to find good information. Whether it's from an astrologer or even a person who knows a lot about astrology, like an astrology historian, that's how you know you're getting good information. Because you're getting a sense of, oh, this person, this astrologer is writing about their theories. They're writing about, or just like straight up, what astrology is or what this is. They're answering a question. I think more recently there have been more gimmicky books to come out. If you go into Barnes & Noble, they have spiritual sections where you like see tarot cards and stuff. So you'll see an entire section of just astrology books too in there. It's really easy to notice what are the gimmicky books and what are the more informative books. Gimmicky books, and this is not like, this is a bit of a generalization, but I think it does help. Gimmicky books in terms of astrology that might not be as helpful are more colorful, they're more eye-catching, they're more mystical looking. There's that aspect where a selling point in terms of astrology is to make it more mystical, make it more mysterious. And that really does take away from astrology itself and really understanding and learning astrology, but it's marketable. And so when you're in the bookstore and if you notice something that's really eye-catching or really colorful or another way to really check if a book is a bit iffy, if it just kind of looks like a coffee table book, 
rather than like books in which they have a thesis going on they have themes that they're addressing rather than just a book where Aries is this Taurus is this Venus is this and then there's all these bright colors and pictures which having pictures is fine but you can tell a book where they're selling to you but they're essentially still trying to teach you and then another book where they're just essentially trying to sell to you and reading is also good because it's great for or when you're looking in more niche or you know specific astrology content once you get more into astrology sadly there will be limitations about what you can learn especially in terms of what's free and that's trust me like if you're a beginner that won't be for a while for example myself i've been really into researching north nodes and it's there's not a lot of books on north nodes there's still a good amount of information obviously but not enough books I remember I went into a bookstore in London about, I think like two years ago, an astrology bookstore, which I never see, so I was really excited to be able to go into it. And I asked them straight up, I was like, do you have a book on North Nodes or also known as True Nodes? Do you have any books? And she looked at me kind of funny and I was like, oh, I didn't think that was an odd question, but I guess it was. Like, there are some aspects of astrology when you're searching, when you're going online, when you're visiting sites in which there's less and less information. And so trying to find books is a great way to learn about niche and just very specific topics when you get to that point in your kind of astrology learning journey. YouTube also has a lot of great astrologers producing insightful information. I've seen so many really good and really informative astrologers who don't know how to really navigate and show themselves online and really show their content in a more effective manner. And they kind of get lost through the cracks. So honestly, a great way to just search and look for astrologers is to go on YouTube. Like I said, be a bit wary, but search what you're looking for like you would do in Google into the YouTube search bar. And you'll be surprised how many videos, pretty lengthy videos too, that will come up of astrologers just talking about astrology. Just talking about different aspects, depending on what you're looking for, and being really informative. And again, it can be helpful too if it's in a video or audio format, if you're not, like, say, as big of a specific reader or such. Like I said, if you prefer listening, you'll prefer going on YouTube anyway, because then you can just look, listen to the videos rather than doing, like, searching and reading articles. For example, you could just search natal, which indicates your birth chart, and then sun conjunct Venus, so search in your YouTube bar, natal sun conjunct Venus aspect, which is an aspect, you know, it's a conjunction. And then you'll get an, I actually searched this before when I was making the script and there was a whole bunch of videos that just came up. Certain parts of astrology, when you begin searching, when you begin looking online, you'll slowly learn how, and it's hard to articulate, but you'll slowly learn where there's more information, right? And where there's less information. And so when you start to see less information when you're just straight up searching, that's when you have to be creative. That's when you have to look in different types of search methods. Like maybe you'll have to, if you've kind of run dry, maybe you gotta go on Google Scholar where where like published articles will come out, where books will pop up and go through that. Or maybe again, you have to go on YouTube where people aren't making written content, they're making video content. Even like I said before, look up Venus in the seventh house. You can learn, look up any of the same things. Just be creative in the ways in which you search. Search where you can search, but also be wary because, again, like any place, people will make 
less accurate information or just false information and then people will give great information and really informative information. When it comes to searching, let yourself have fun with it. If you feel like you don't, when you're searching and say for instance you feel like you don't relate with the material or find it helpful, take it with a grain of salt. Astrology has layers like an onion. So if you might not connect with one part, doesn't mean you've completely opened the picture yet to understanding that part of your chart. So when you're doing any research, it's important to see credentials, but also see where they get their evidence from. Even when talking about astrology, it's important to not take things at face value, especially on social media. Building up multiple strings of evidence to understand a placement's full picture. If you wanna know what having a Gemini Mars in the first house means, Look at the same placement through multiple sites, cross-reference. See what multiple sites have to say. Not only are you learning about your placements, but you're seeing what they mean through multiple interpretations, which may give you an even fuller picture compared to if you had just looked at one or two sites. To read a birth chart, you need to first know what the elements mean. And seeing those elements written out in a list view in, or in the ways that you prefer is the easiest way to disillusion yourself from feeling overwhelmed by things like a circle chart. It's really important just to take the time and like I've said multiple times, search as much as you can. Take the time to search. For next week's episode, I'll continue to talk about other ways in which you can better study your birth chart and astrology overall. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you alongside the stars in the next episode.